Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast that started as a dating project and is now still a dating project, only with a very new and special, wonderful dater, Olivia. Olivia, thank you for being here again. Of course. Hey. How's everyone? Just crushing it. We're here. We love you. Thank you for rate, subscribe, reviewing, following us at 51 First Dates Pod. Sending us your worst first dates, telling us about your things, posting really juicy things in the secret Facebook group. We're going to read some of those today. We're going to talk a little bit about Olivia's date number nine. Yes, nine. Yes. Feeling fine. I definitely tried to do that rhyme. Not really rhyme. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Spit when- in flows. <laughs> I feel like every time, like when I did date nine, I'm sure I also embarrassed myself. But anyway. So we are very excited to hear more about that and yeah. to get into some juicy, juicy topics kind of around dating and wellness and quote unquote wellness and what the fuck that even means. Like, can you mes- manifest your soulmate? Mm, but we're going to find out, right? Guys? <laughs> I feel like this is going to be like the from my side, like the grouchy naysayers guide to, to wellness. We'll, we'll try I'm- to be you know, a little bit more positive than we normally are about wellness. We'll stop being grouchy naysayer millennials and we'll try to be like, you know, really like hopeful Gen Z people. We'll try to be proactive. We'll try to come up with a way to, to make dating great because we, we know, you know, we, we've got to try. <laughs> That's very, very positive. I'm very proud. I'm very inspired. I'm feeling the Gen Z vibes already. Did my, did my like stuttering my way through what I want to be my goal really convince you oh my goodness well 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 okay so let's let's hear it Olivia how are you feeling you're almost in double digits not of your life of this podcast how was day nine um yeah I mean I am deep into the double digits if we start counting like I mean I'm at like probably 40 dates of my actual dating so for listener context, that probably is important to know, I would say. I um, completely agree. Yeah. Like, this is the ninth day I've talked to you guys about, but like, I have been dating for probably like 12 months and I'm on maybe date 40 ish, according to my spreadsheet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, feeling fine. Like, I think we talked about this a little bit ago, but yeah, definitely feeling like I am dating with a different purpose, looking for something more serious kind of like trying to more quickly cut out things that don't sort of like seem like they're moving in that direction or seem like I want them to move in that direction. Um, So that's where I'm at. I'm like probably at a point where I might do like a little bit of like a dating break in the next couple of months if like I get bored of it more, but stay tuned for that. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but I feel like that's important for everybody's mental health and, and (laughs) hashtag wellness and everything. Yes. It may be forced by the holidays. I, I was talking to some other friends and they were all kind of like, yeah, it feels like once Thanksgiving hits, it's like not worth it to try to be like starting to date anybody. So it kind of feels like there's a month left. And then after that, I don't know. I'm not trying to like start to date someone on December 20th. And no, that's, that's only annoying. Though I remember one year in my life, I did 
start to date someone, not seriously, but like go on a date with them before the holidays. Maybe we got to two dates before the holidays. I don't know. I had a big fat crush on him. And I remember waiting, waiting, waiting. And he was Jewish for a Christmas text. And then I got it. (laughs) I felt like I was truly in middle school. Like, am I going to get like an over break text? I was well into my 20s. Um, But yeah, the holidays are really, really tough, though they can be a really good litmus test. So that's my Olivia. You are welcome to take a break whenever you want. But for anyone else out there who wants to do some cute little ice skating, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat around the holidays. I literally cannot think of another holiday activity. Cool, cool, cool. But it, yeah, that's just my anecdote. Yeah, actually, now, so I said that, like, I wouldn't start dating somebody on October 20th, but then I was reflecting, and actually, like, my ex-boyfriend and I, like, went on our first date on, like, December 23rd. Like, it was a crazy close to Christmas time to be going on a first date, and, like, obviously that worked out, but, yeah, I think it, that's the exception. Your... I feel like it's really cool to start in early December than it is, like, at the end, kind of. Yeah. Were you, with your ex-boyfriend, what, where did you meet kind of like in the wild at that time or? We did meet in the wild. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's it, some, something about sliding a friendship into more over the holidays. I feel like feels like it can happen. Like that's, I've had a couple friendships slide into more it, like between December 1st and January 30th, which I know January, like the holidays are over, but I feel like there's a thing of like, I'm with my family and I'm probably texting the outside world more. Like there's, there's like, I don't know. There's a lot of parties. Like if you if it's a mutual friend, like yeah. you're at parties with people all the time, like that's you're kind of out there. Yeah. You're, there's like a lot of, I think, ways to like meet people that are not app related. Like there's a lot of like go to your friend's company holiday party or go to like your friend's big holiday party. Like there are more wild opportunities in the wild opportunities to meet people. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that would be my, that would be my break, an app break. And I would say no apps for a month, just meet Ooh. in the wild. Yeah. Just holidays that parties. Very aspirational. <laughs> oh my God, Olivia, will you come to my holiday party? Yes. <laughs> Yay. I don't I'm, have any I cute want single come. friends. When is oh my it? God, come December 7th. Okay. Oh I'm- my probably won't (laughs) (laughs) this is like a really random whatever but olivia you have to come and i will force you i don't i wish i had single cute friends uh you should just go on tinder and say i'm having a holiday party (laughs) pretend you're my friend yeah (laughs) i'll tell you everything you need to know yeah spots at a holiday party (laughs) exactly um but yeah i feel like that's such a i don't know i also think the holidays bring out the like you know, this this shouldn't be the case, but I know that when I was single and I have friends who, when they're single, like the idea of kind of facing down the holidays and everyone in your family asking you about your relationship status can sometimes like push more like uh, romantic ideas into your heads when you're when you're at the holiday party, you're drunk, someone starts looking good. You date yeah. them for a couple of years. Oh, and then... man, I was still on the family <laughs> holiday party and you're like, someone starts oh, looking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I will oh. have my first Thanksgiving where I'm bringing someone to my extended Ooh. families of my entire life. Ooh, and as much as exciting. that feels like every year I was like, meh, meh, meh. people are asking me who I'm dating, what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm like seeing some people. I it was always like I would overshare because I didn't want to seem like I had zero 
life. And it's like, you know what? I'm sleeping with a bunch of people on Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uncle Kevin really needs to know how I'm like out there. I'm sure you know. Last year was a lot of chat about I met someone, but he's from a podcast and they're just literally like, what is going on? So I'm almost more nervous this year because it's like, whoop, after all this time, now I have to handle like, you know, my boyfriend and my my buzzed family, I'll call it. Thanksgiving is a very buzzed time of, you know, the Foskett family. I don't know. There's just other fears that are coming into play now. I'm like, huh, I don't know this. What do I do? Yeah. yeah, that's a little scary. For sure. I yeah. have this like really weird um, like thought whenever I'm at home for the holidays, like thinking, um, and I always feel like when I get back from like a holiday where most people are traveling home, I feel like the dating apps are like much buzzier and like more action packed than usual. And I have this like weird, like fantasy is the wrong word, but like daydream about all of like the men who are like almost 30 on the apps who are like, I don't want to settle down. I don't want to get married. I never want to have kids. Like I'm not doing that till I'm 45. I imagine they all like go home, see their siblings are married and they're like, Oh, maybe I should do this. Like maybe I should have kids, which is a crazy thing for me to think about. But I kind of think I'm right. I think you're very right. Like I, I, you know, just evolution, sociology, whatever the fuck it is, all of that I think is very real. I think that people who truly aren't thinking about getting serious in any way, shape or form when like myself included, when you're then around those pressures, it's like, oh, I guess it's something I should at least consider. Yep. So we'll see. So pray for January 2nd for me, you know. (laughs) Wouldn't that be a great like a Hallmark movie of like a single brother goes to his hometown and he sets up a dating app for the first time and he meets the perfect whatever. Yes, I they always go imagine ice skating. like the 29 year old goes home and his like older sister set up the app for him. They're like you got to meet someone. Yeah, I'd watch that Hallmark movie. Somebody write it. They, they'll, they'll pump it out before Christmas. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens will be in it. It'll be amazing. Oh, she'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we will do right. an entire holiday dating episode because we cannot resist yeah. a terrible play on words, but also because I feel like it's there's so much to dive into. Also because <laughs> I hate New Year's. I think it's a bunch of BS, so we yeah. can talk about that. Or yeah, I can talk horrible. about that for days. Aligned. Last year we did a um, a drunk deconstruction of Love Actually. Maybe this year we'll do a drunk deconstruction of another favorite <laughs> holiday classic. Yeah. Love Actually is problematic. But yes, for sure. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool take. It's been had before, but it was fun to think about because we still love love, actually. Obviously. <laughs> um. All right, but we will we will have a full holiday episode coming your way. We will. Yeah. That In was the... just a tease, full tease. It was just a strategy session. Strategy session. <laughs> I think it's good to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Hashtag manifest, etc. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about manifesting, but first we should talk about date nine. Number nine. Yeah. Date nine. Do you want to, do you have a taxi cab? I have a taxi cab. Should we do that? And then we can do the categories? Yes. Hey, so I have a TCC from uh, a date with this guy from Hinge. Um, We went to a Mexican place near my work and just got like a very quick uh, guacamole and uh, chips like after work. He had some sort of work thing at like 730. So we basically had like an hour and 15 minutes finite time, which is good. Um, overall, this guy was like very uh, high energy, like he works in sales, like a good conversationalist. Um, 
I'm not sure we ever like departed uh, out of like joke land on the date. Like it all stayed very easy breezy, um, which is fine, but uh, it didn't like, I think, create any like actual bond between the two of us, which might be a little serious for our first date, but whatever. Um, as we were leaving, he was like, okay, well, let me know if you want to go running with me on Saturday, which like, I don't want to be going running with all these men on my dates. They're always asking me to. Um, so I don't know. I need to stop having people ask me out on workout dates. It just seems like the most unromantic second date ever. Um, but yeah, I guess like, uh, overall fine date, not obsessed with him. Okay. Running. Do you, do you talk about running in your profile? Is that where it's coming from? Um, there is a picture of me like mid marathon last year in my profile. Uh, okay. And like, I, you know, I guess if somebody were to be like, Olivia, what is your preferred form of working out? I would be like, oh, I run a lot. Or, you know, if someone asks, like, have you run, have you run races? I'll talk about it. But I wouldn't say that like a, um, an overarching theme of any of my dates is like working out. But so many men ask me to like work out with them. What in the fuck? Not what in the fuck because you are a very fit person and like, yeah. But really it weird. would take me, I still can barely hike with anybody, including my friends, including people I'm not romantic with. I'm just like, I'm sweaty, I'm gross. Like, I just, I need to know you on many levels before I will work out with you. And for also, me, running is um, something I've never gotten to the runner's high part. I just want to die the whole time I do it so like that is actually my worst nightmare and no one in any of my dates ever ever suggested we go for a run so like it it's like you Maybe know I talk about it more than I think I do I, I mean don't, no I don't think so I think like it's I think it's more about the type of guy if mm. I can be presumptuous yeah well, also what a think? marathon pick is like I feel like if you have a picture up of you you know, with like a running number on, yeah. like probably anyone who likes to run is going to hop on that as like, oh, it's a shared interest, which true. I, I get, I suppose. However, and as you've run a marathon and I haven't run more than a mile since high school, you will know the answer to this. But can you talk while you run? I mean, I can't, but you might be able to. <laughs> I think if I were to say like, yeah, if I were like going to be like, we're going on a date that is a run, I would just run slowly but I mean the reality is I am a fine runner I'm kind of slow but like if I am running with almost any man who is decently in shape I'm going to be like running really more faster than is comfortable for me and then no I cannot talk during it nor do I want to like I only have so much time in my week that's like me doing stuff alone and I don't need to be working out with somebody else no, there are other places to find running running buddies, like Bumble BFF. Yes. Yeah. You know, I had like one guy last year, he was a spin instructor. And for our second date, he invited me to take his spin class. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm just having many thoughts and feelings that are so unpeaceful. I was like, so I don't want to take your spin class. There is nothing more awkward in that I can imagine than going to like a soul cycle on the upper west side by myself and watching you lead a spin class no 
There's also nothing even... less attractive to me potentially than watching someone lead a spin class who I yes. previously thought was attractive and cool. Agreed. I'm sorry. I have done Soul Cycle. I am not better than it. Here we go. Already starting on the wellness shitting on wellness that I'm going to do. No. But like that's a particular spin instruction is a particular brand of like, I don't want. You could do that. I just don't want to see you do that. No, thank you. Totally no, thank agree. you. I oh my god, he had a hobby. I love that he was fit. I didn't want to see it. Did you guys see the SNL sketch? It was from a couple weeks ago. When this episode comes out, it will have been like over a month. But it was the guy who plays the sheriff in Stranger Things, David Harbour or something. He played Hellboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the host, but it was a Soul Cycle um, audition for like new instructors and the sketch was so funny because it was just like every type of person who is a spin instructor but yeah i get that they have to do that if spinning is your thing i don't want to shit on it you know none of that however like i don't like there's a certain like oddness with fitness instructors that yeah i think that's gonna like probably shut my vagina down a little bit yeah it's just a little too earnest also, yeah. speaking Which of shutting vaginas down. Exercising. I get it. for like, I, <laughs> I like that when I go to my exercise class. Like, give me a little motivation. Yeah. But... No, I, yeah, I love spinning. I No hate. But, like, it's not a date. Yeah. No. To- and back Completely. to my speaking of shutting vaginas down. Spinning shuts my vagina down because it hurts it. Because I don't do it often enough. And mm. it's a particularly sweaty thing. Not that you have to hook up on a second date. But just it doesn't feel conducive. <laughs> Like a run doesn't either to like potentially oh. getting like not that you have to be hooking up on a second date, but like I like that there could be the potential of a kiss without me smelling like fucking dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, 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 I'm incensed. I hate that. wellness. <laughs> <laughs> just the Gen Z, Gen Z Kimmy is gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but if you're going to go get a coffee or whatever, a something after and hang out together, like after I do an exercise class. The last thing I want to do is like hang out and be social because all I can think about is how like sticky and sweaty I am. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel so gross. Yeah. It's not and a I'm going to get a butt rash time. if I don't change out of my sweaty spandex. I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm really getting yeah, gross. And here, that but... is great second date talk. You got to <laughs> How long does it take you to get a butt rash? Oh my God. Me too. <laughs> okay. So now that I yeah. fully shit on oh. exercise dates, sorry. Yeah. So um, basically, I mean, whenever people ask me on that, I'm like, um, I'm busy on Saturday. Like, my leg hurts. Let's get a drink instead. I just can't really. Yeah. But I do – I don't think it's just a you thing, Olivia. I don't know. This is me just shooting my mouth – running my mouth here. But, like, maybe it is, like, a weird, like – because in a, in a way, a guy who takes care of himself is, like, a good type of person. Like, is an attractive person in many ways. Yeah. And it's almost like I like the guy who will ask me out on an exercise date. Mm -hmm. I just do not want to do said exercise date. Yeah, when would you be ready for an exercise date since you're I would one- do an exercise date like um so I think it depends. Like I've done a rock climbing date as a second date, and I think that is really fun, so perfect. You're not really sweaty, it's not crazy cardio, you can kind of like take breaks during it. Um so like I would do that early on, obviously, and have um or hikes. We get a lot of hike dates. Hike, people yeah, talk I about. would love a hike date after I've deemed him probably not a murderer I would totally do that um I think something that's just like spinning or running together I might do it like date five or six I don't know just not second date like yeah you don't know anyone by that especially when someone's teaching you the spin class but it just feels more independent than like hiking together and I personally just don't want to hike on a date because I 
I'm not a fit person who looks cute, but Olivia, you definitely look cute while exercising. I know that even though I've never seen you exercise. Like I just know that. It's truth. So yeah, I think it's like if you can do something together. Yeah. And you did acro yoga too, lest we forget. Lest oh we God. forget, acro yoga is always an option for anyone looking for a very physical second date. Very uh, sensual and physical second date. Highly sensual, yes. <laughs> Speaking oh of God. sensual, should we get to our categories? <laughs> Kimmy, you're really crushing the speaking ofs today. Yeah, really good Speaking of vaginas, speaking of sensual, I love it. <laughs> it's um, been a day. Well, I hope, I hope, you know, these lovely smooth transitions I've got going. Yes, <laughs> I am ready for some categories. We can go super fast. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Andy Anderson detective work, a.k.a. How much Googling did you do of this dude? Zero. Awesome. Text communication skills, scale of one to ten. Um, they were fine. He was like 20 minutes late to this date, which I found annoying. Um, mm, no, he no, did no, a lot no. of like text updating during it, which is good, but annoying that he was that late. It's okay. too late. 20 minutes is too yeah. late, even though it was right. You said it was right after work. Yes. Okay. Well, he wasn't working. Yet. He was coming from home. Yeah. It was after my work. Yeah. I didn't love that. No. He was like blaming subways, which I get it. They suck here, but not that badly. Yeah, especially if you already have a small window. Right. Which I think is a good thing, but yeah, that's a very narrow window. It was narrow, yeah. 20 minutes. Once it goes beyond like 10 or 15, I want to say, it's like, mm -mm, tough yeah. to come back from. All right, outfit choice. Yours, his. Um, I think I was coming from work. I've mentioned this before. I hate when I have to go from work to a date. So I was just like wearing a normal cardigan or something. Um, He was wearing... I remember it was sort of weird, actually. He was wearing, like, a normal outfit, no jacket, but then, like, a beanie of, like, a sports team, like a Patriots beanie or something. Oh, dokie. Mm -mm. Yeah, he didn't Sorry. wear it for the date. Like, he took it off, but... He was was just, it was, cold outside? I mean, he wasn't wearing a jacket. Nope. So If you don't need a jacket, enough. you don't need a beanie. Nope, he certainly did not need a beanie. You know he Oof. goes for runs in that fucking Patriots beanie too. You just, oh, I know it. it you smells. know it. Oh my god, ew. Gross. Um, okay, where did you guys? Uh, the date venue. How many dicks? Where'd you go? Um, we went to this Mexican restaurant called La Lotteria in the West Village. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I really like that restaurant. It's really good food um, and drinks. If anybody is looking for a reco, um, we only got chips and guac. But like we sat on the patio. It was like cool. It's like kind of a fun area to people watch and stuff. Um, I, I recommend it. I would say it's like a pretty good date spot. Like, I don't know, 4.5. Okay. Mm, yeah, I, I love the right idea now. of Mexican for a date. Like in terms of that, it's it's easy to do like, get yeah, a cut, like a small thing to share, chips and guac or chips and salsa or whatever and a margarita. Like I feel like it's a good, if, a good thing if you're not sure if you want to eat, drink, like it could slide into more food, like small bites yeah. if mm -hmm. you're having a good time. Like I feel like that's a good vibe. Yes. And we went specifically because he didn't want to drink. Um, okay. So we so we were just and, he, and then he had suggested like let's get ice cream and I was like I do not need to be eating ice cream at 6.15 in October. Um, <laughs> sure. So maybe he just didn't know how to plan good dates as I reflect upon yeah, he's like right. running beanies, ice cream at 6.15. Yeah. So I was like, no, let's just do chips and guac. And then we did that. Um, 
And then like halfway through, he was like, actually, I'm going to get a mark. And I'm like, okay, so that was fine. So it is kind of good. It leaves the door open to do what you want. You are being that very open. That annoys me a little bit. Yeah, this I don't is know. bizarre. I See, I agree. I like Mexican food because like it makes it kind of more – margaritas are appropriate to drink at like if it's a little bit of an earlier date, like afternoon on a Saturday. You, yeah. A margarita just feels like – okay, I always think it's appropriate to drink a margarita, but whatever. Or you could not – like it feels like you don't have to define whether it's a drinking date or an eating date or what and it's all totally. okay. You could be hungry. Great. But he said he specifically didn't want to drink. It was 6.15 after work. I love drinking. I'd be frustrated if then he did drink, especially if I had thought about not ordering a drink because he wasn't going to drink. I don't know. A little bizarre. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially I mean, yeah. It was fine for me because like I prefer to not drink when given the option. But in that case, I was like, well, what is this weird bait and switch? Like that felt strange. Yeah. Well, if you're planning the date around not drinking – Right. I feel like it should be because you don't drink or you're not drinking, you're doing a sober month or whatever. Like it, it feels weird to be like, let's make all these plans around the fact that I don't want to drink. And then you get there and you're like, you know what? Like, I don't know. That just is a little bit. Yeah. It speaks to a lower level of self-awareness, maybe. Yeah, it was a little surprising. Um, but yeah, so he, he had a drink. I didn't. It was fine. Yeah. But I recommend the place. Okay. So. Next category. Can you tell my phone fell asleep? Uh, you want me to do it? Lust at first sight. Y or N. Yes or no? Uh, he was cute. Well, not lust at first sight, but he's attractive. Mm, yeah. No. He had a beanie on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the Roskett test. Did he ask you at least one question about yourself that got away from typical first date fare? Uh, yes. But as I mentioned, like the date, the, the tone of the date was very jokey. Mm. Like it was just like, I think we were both good at keeping it like bantery and light in like you would do if you were just like, I don't know, passing a colleague in the hallway or something like, and so it kind of felt like that for like an hour and 15 minutes, which is interesting. Um, mm. yeah, it just never like came down out of like joke territory. Did you like his sense of humor? Yeah, I liked his sense of humor, but I don't know. I just think like it's in the same way that like when I'm talking to people on dating apps and they can't take it out of like witty banter, witty banter mode and like actually be a little bit serious. That bothers me. Hmm. Yeah. Like you could tell he had a lot of really good content and funny stories that were genuinely funny, but it was like he knew they were funny and they were going to get a good reaction from me versus like we're having a conversation about them fully understand yeah. very annoying and i feel like people who can never turn it off are typically uncomfortable being vulnerable yes yeah it, it, that's what it was is there was no vulnerable vulnerability on the date which i think makes it difficult to actually feel like you got to know somebody mm-hmm. man vulnerability is hard but like at a certain point oh if i don't know dating requires it you have to be like yeah even if you struggle on first dates there's a point you have to get to to move anything forward yeah and there's also like you know i don't think anyone's expecting someone on a first date to be like so let me tell you about my relationship with my mother you know but like some level of like you know oh like that must have been hard for you or oh did that like what was that like some kind of like we're like oh this was something that was like tricky for me it's just some i don't know you know like just a little of like crack in the armor yeah yeah all right, a real quick rosé and thorn, your high and low of the date. Um, high, I mean, the place is cool. Like, 
It's a good vibe. West Village is fun. I love chips and guac. Um, (laughs) I want that for dinner now. (laughs) Low of the date? I don't know. The beanie. For sure. (laughs) No, him being late was annoying to me. Because I had like kind of left work early to get to this date. So it bugged me that he was late. Yeah, that is very annoying. Liza, I say we strike the next two categories and we just add in the Harry Potter test. Great. So what house, if he were in a Harry Potter house, would he be in? Oh, he might be uh, Slytherin because he was fairly ambitious, as we discussed Mm -hmm. last time. Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Rising. Got it. I see it. Yeah. Want it. Whatever that lyric to that song is. Okay. Um, Okay. Wrap up. PG, PG PG-13, or R rating? Um... PG, we like hugged goodbye. I he was going right to like a different work event with colleagues afterwards, so I like accidentally ended up walking him to it. So it was like definitely awkward to be like saying oh. bye, like in the window of a restaurant where like I knew his coworkers were sitting. I was just like, okay, see ya. And he's like, let me know if you want to go running. I'm like, won't do that. Bye. See, I don't like that sign off too because it's like it feels a little bit rude. It was a little brush offy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let me know. Like, oh, sorry. So I'm let me really know struggling. if it's a little bit annoying. And it was also like, it felt like a distinct downgrade of the date. Like, we were just on a date at night. It felt a little bit rude to be like, almost like funneling me into like Saturday morning running bucket. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I and yeah, the let me know is a weird cop out. Yes. Like, I, I mean, I think it, again, speaks to like maybe a lack of confidence or vulnerability if like yeah. no you can or lack of interest it. in me which is fine like maybe he wasn't interested that's okay um but it was like a it was an odd thing to say yeah but to Liza's Weird. point I don't know there are times where I could see myself saying something like that minus the running insert the well if you want like I could see myself getting yeah. awkward in front of people being yep. at the end of a date and I've probably done similar things so uh, not for this particular date for you because clearly it's not worth it, but it's a good reminder to all of us out there like, oh, sometimes people are just scared to show interest, but how much more attractive would it have been even if it was a running date if he like texted you later, hey, I had a really good time. If you'd like to do something Saturday morning, we could go for a run or we could go grab brunch, like whatever. I don't know. Do you, I'm, I'm just, I wish I could remember a specific anecdote of when I was like, cool, nice to meet you, or said something in a way that made it seem, because I was nervous, made it seem like, bye-bye, never yeah. see you. But I actually yeah. was like, could have just like been a little vulnerable and said, hey, I had a really fun time with you. Want to hang out? Yeah. And then, I don't know. Yeah. Just flip side. I think that's very like fair-minded of you, Kimmy. Like, I think it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's hard to write someone a nice text and ask them on a date and put yourself out there like like it it is it's completely something I have done it's been like oh my god well like let me know we could do this or whatever it doesn't really matter to me you know like that's yeah I get it I've been trying more often recently like with if I'm asking guys out on second dates like I think it's so easy to be like let me know if you want to do it again soon I've been trying to force myself to be like if I'm making the effort to ask somebody out I'm going to like give them a specific time and place and activity to react to and like show interest and just like, whatever, if they say no, they say no, but like, I'm kind of sick of like the easy half asks at this point. Yeah. I think that is incredible. Do you want to go to acro yoga at 8am on Saturday Saturday morning? (laughs) Yeah. You want to do pre-work acro yoga (laughs) 5am? Oh my God. Amazing. Yes. 
Um, okay, hindsight. Would you have rather spent this night? Oh, I'm sorry. I think this was yours, Kimmy. Oh, Liza. It's okay. Okay. Uh, would you rather spend the night with friends, alone, or on this date? Um, it was fine. I mean, frankly, like, it was, like, a work night. I probably would have liked to just, like, get home and, like, lay on my couch a little bit. It was, I mean... Wow, I think this is monumental because I think this is the first time you've said that. And Side I effect. feel like we need to ring some kind of bell. I know, it's kind of true. Um, yeah. But that's fine. Like, that's why we have this category. Like, yeah. In this I, case, it was like, I wish I had probably just like gone home. But yeah, that's okay. I got some good chips and guac. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, oh, yeah. We actually, speaking of asking people out right after, I have had two of my friends have guys on dates they've been on recently on like first dates at the end of the date, be like, okay, well, I really want to see you again. Like, are you free tomorrow? I feel like I've heard of, I really would like to see you again, but not are you free tomorrow? Let yes. us dissect that. Should we dissect that after the break? Yeah, sure. So would you accept slash give this rose, which is like. Yeah, I would, ex- I would accept it. And in fact, I did. He was one of the guys who I did text like a stupid cop out to afterward, I think being like, let me know if you want to do it again. And he simply did not respond. So that's fine. After but all the running? Of, what? After the running and all? After the running. Huh. You know, mm-hmm. you, never, you never should believe until you get on the second date. It's weird. <gasps> you and never annoying. should believe until you get on the second date. <laughs> Fuck, that's dark. But That was not my most articulated statement. No, no, no. no I, 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 I feel you. Never believe it until the date is taking place. Oh, um, okay, and lastly, who won the date? Uh, me, I got some chips and guac. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say the guac, but you I really want guac really- for dinner now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, cool. All right, well, we're gonna take a real quick ad break, and then we will be back. And we are back. Thank you for being here. You may have just listened to an ad, and you may not have, but it's all good. Before we get to our like, can you manifest a man or a woman or whatever, I just want to quickly touch on what do you do if you're on a date and someone says, it was so nice meeting you. I'd love to see you again. What are you doing tomorrow night? What is, what do we, what's your take on that? Olivia, I want you to start since you're like in it more than we are right now. I mean, I guess if I went on a date and it was like really magical and really fun and we had such a good time and like I was free the next night. I guess I'd be like, we're hanging out. And then I would just be game to do something. Um, that feels unlikely, but if if it works, it works. Um, if I uh, if I went on the date and I was like lukewarm about this guy or I just like didn't need to see him in 24 hours, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I need to like see what my plans are tomorrow. I'm, I'm busy. I would just straight up lie um, and then decide if I wanted to date at a different time, I guess. What I would be like a little bit turned off. Yeah. What did your friends, did they feel like there was like an underlying motive? I know, I know, I'm cynical. Did, no. What, what was their take? Um, they both, I think one of them, one of them like hung out with him again and like now they're having this like whirlwind romance, which is actually very adorable. Um, <laughs> I know. And the other one, I think she, she agreed to it, and but she was like kind of debating canceling because she was like, woke up in the morning she's like that might be a weird thing to do um I will say regarding ulterior motives the only time this has happened to me was like I was out with a guy on like a Saturday night and it was a second or third date and he 
he was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so into you, blah, blah, blah. Like saying all this nice shit to me. Like, I've never met anyone like you, blah, blah, blah. I need to see you tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, like that's flattering. So we like hung out the next day on like a Sunday. We ended up hooking up and then he never spoke to me again. Like after that. Oh, so, ah. yeah, so I am somewhat suspicious of the next day hangout. I'm not mad about my cynicism then. Just no. like, yeah, that is gross. Because, you know, your, your friend who's having the whirlwind romance, that sounds like the magical shit that never, ever has happened to me in my life. But I thought yeah. maybe it would because of Sex in the City. Like, <laughs> I, I just like, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm the cynic about it. Interesting. I'm a bit cynical too. So I mean, I'm curious. I feel like I would I, – I feel the exact same way, but I feel like I would basically do – even if I really liked the guy, I'd be like, oh, I have plans. Because then I would be able to back away and think, like, is this weird? Is this, like – I don't know. And yeah. also, I would probably be like, I have plans because there's still some tiny little something in my head that is impacted by all the terrible writing that I read growing up on the internet or in books that I'm like, I have to play the game. I can't be too available. Which yeah. that part is bullshit, but that would for sure be active in my mind. Totally. I also just don't know that I'd have like that much content. Like, I, you know what I mean? Seeing somebody within 24 hours, two times, is like, that's like six hours of just like chit chat you need to come up with. That's like kind of hard. Yeah, very hard. Very hard. Yeah, that's a lot. I think that, okay, here's a question. Would you guys ever say you go on a first date, you are like, this is not a good date. I am not interested in a second date. I would not give this rose, et cetera. And they asked you out on the first date. Is there ever a scenario where you would say in person, like, you know, I think you're really cool. This has been really fun, but I just don't really see this going anywhere. Cause I would never, ever do that. I would be too scared. I would I never, would... ever. Okay. No, I'm glad I'm not. Like... I, have, I have friends who, if directly asked, will, will say that. Jeez. I will say, even, sometimes guys have checked in with me and been like, oh, it's so like, would you want to hang out again? Like, you know, did you have fun or whatever? I always lie. Like, I always lie. I'd be like, yeah. sure. Like, let's do this again at the end of a date. Sure. Sounds great. Good night. I will lie by like leaning back for the kiss. I won't even pull away from the kiss, even though I hate first date kisses. Like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And when you can pad the language and text, do yes. you can do a couple drafts to make it nice and not whatever we got a post in the secret facebook group that if we are ready i might turn our attention to because it has to do with this kind of like i'm being transparent and honest but it hurting another person unlike like times 100 of what we were just talking about okay hi everyone i just wanted to get your two cents on my current situation beware potentially long read ahead sad face crying face oh one My boyfriend took a six-month sabbatical after resigning from work to travel, go on long silent meditation trips, volunteer working abroad, etc., which I've supported him through, and although it was hard for me personally, I've managed to handle it being on my own and keeping the relationship alive without him. Two. This is actually very organized with the bullets. Thank you. After a trip which I joined him in, I got a bit of stress, anxiety, and you would say, quarter-life crisis. Our age gap is five years apart. He's older. Three, he recently got back from a 10-day silent meditation in which I couldn't contact him. And when we finally saw each other again, he confronted me with all of the things I do that disappoints him. I was four, sorry, four. I was so caught off guard with the sudden confrontation, but he said he wanted me to get out of my slump and start getting my light back and standing up for myself. But he said it in a very harsh manner and told me he doesn't see a future with me if I continue to be this way. Ugh. 
Five, I feel like breaking up with him, but I'm worried I'm just feeling angry now and being irrational. Any thoughts? Sad face. First of all, I know this is like sad. I asked the poster for permission to read this. There's some really interesting comments on this post. I think we'll all have like a knee-jerk reaction, but just this greater context of like when one partner's like doing this wellness stuff and then maybe like trying to get you to change. I don't know. I just thought there was a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard. It's hard to hear. And obviously like my, my, you know, heart goes out to you. That really like is a very tough situation. I mean, my knee jerk reaction is that ultimatums are never good. But that being said, I've also lightly given them uh, for me without going into like too many details because I don't want to like blow up anybody's spot. It was it was kind of a like mental health intervention. It was really about like you're not okay and you need to get help. Um, But I think and I hope my intention was like I'm in this with you. Like, Like let's work through this together. Like I'm I'm you know, I want you to be okay. Um, And so I don't know. My biggest question would be like, is he, does he feel like he's on your team? (laughs) Like, is he, is he trying to, uh, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or or the question I think is like, does he make you feel like he's on your team? Which it sounds like the answer is no. Like the fact that she phrased it as like, you know, what did she say? Like he is, like he he said it really harshly or like abruptly or something. Yeah, and says like he, he was giving like his own ultimatum. Doesn't see a future with her if she continues to be this way. And this way sounds like it's just like literally how she's being. And she's asking if she's being irrational. I just feel like he's getting a lot of breaks. Yeah, I kind of think he is um, trying to like. Uh, give her the burden of breaking up with him. Like he wants her to break up with him, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like being a wimp about it. I don't I know. Feel that, like- like, that sounded harsher when I said it out loud than I thought, than I intended. But no, I. there are many comments on here. So I think, and I think yeah. this is something like everyone has to look out for, male, female. But I do think this gender norm plays out in heterosexual relationships a lot where men do everything they can to try to get a woman to break up with them whether it's something serious or whether it's like a half relationship I dealt with that forever it was like I'm gonna start kind of ignoring you and I'd be like no I'm here (laughs) (laughs) just like that or I mean even if he doesn't want her to break up with him I think there's also a real possibility that I think this is another thing that happens with a lot of people is that they develop this idea that they are not doing anything wrong and that everything is on the other person. And that's almost never the truth. You know, like in a romantic relationship, like I I think basically everything, almost everything is a two-way street and like both people are contributing factors. And that also troubles me that he's like, you have these issues and you need to fix them to fix our relationship. Like, no, that's not almost never the case right and it's like annoying it would like piss me off that he's like been spending months like leaving me being like not in my presence going around the world and then to be like coming back from this like eat pray love time being like telling me what to change about myself that would sit with me so it wrong like I would I would really struggle to uh take that feedback and like deal with it I'd be like who are you you've been away from me you don't know what I'm like And it's interesting. One of the commenters was like, 
uh, like to like, like took the other side in a way she was just kind of like you know I also quit my job and did all these things like I was getting my shit together getting my head on straight weird things my mind was swinging back and forth but she also said um I really like the way she said it it was like uh mm, sorry but she basically was like there's the message and what he believes and how he said it and you know what I mean yeah he didn't he's not handling it well even if he really is on a journey and you know it's definitely okay to be on a journey and rethink your relationships etc but I don't know. At the end of the day, it comes back to some of the basic stuff we say even for earlier on in dating. I feel like people have posted these things that like whether they're, you know, memes or whatever. It's like some of this basic stuff. It seems like this guy has done some like I'm manifesting my partner in my life work on these retreats. And then now he's like trying to tell her exactly how to fit into that. Whereas like and, you know, I'm going to shit on the normal like manifesting your relationship, even though that works for some people. I'm sorry. But I think like sometimes in our secret Facebook group or our community, we're just like it comes down to the simple thing of like if that person is making you feel anxious, making you feel badly, making you feel less than like it's not a good relationship for you. And that doesn't mean at a serious level like this, not just to jump out of it. I'm not going to like give direct advice because I'm not in it. Um, I just it's interesting within the context of these other things like find someone who texts you back. Like I almost want us to re- construct like instead of like I want a doctor who has traveled and volunteered you know and done uh, believes in crystals like me I'm sorry I'm being really rude to wellness but I I would kind of like rather it be like some of the basic shit I think it's easy to overlook like someone who like prioritizes my feelings you know yeah Yeah. well I, I think just to like close loop on this this post I think that also you know, ultimately someone should want to be with you for who you are. And there are moments when I think like with your in a in a romantic relationship, like I think the person can make you better and you can make them better. But it shouldn't feel like an it, I don't know. I think it should feel like pretty natural and not an active like he's trying to change me. I'm trying to change him. Yeah. It should be like, oh, being around him and seeing that he. I mean, in my relationship, it was like, oh, seeing him have his financial shit together really made me want to get mine together because I was like, it looks nice. <laughs> it looks nicer than the chaos of credit card debt that I lived in for a lot of years. Uh, but, you know, it like, OK. However, I think this is the uh, the least graceful transition. Kimmy, I don't have your uh, speaking of credit card debt. Um, no. <laughs> OK. But um, speaking I think of that- credit card debt speaking of i think we had some guest on at some point and oh i really wish i could remember because this was such a wise piece of advice who was talking about what could be called quote unquote manifesting and she was saying that like in terms of list making she liked to direct people to make lists of the qualities of friends partners that she liked like friends boyfriends do you remember this kimmy oh my goodness yes i remember that yeah I'm embarrassed that we don't remember yeah. who said this because it was quite wise. And was like she the one who like made her male friends invite her out everywhere they went. Was, was this Matchmaker it? Maria? It might have been Matchmaker Maria. If anyone remembers, please let us know. <laughs> That's a, um. But I always think that that I feel like. Look, obviously, you've you know whoever's listening has garnered at this point that you know Kimmy and I both are not we're not like dripping with crystals um in terms of wellness stuff 
um, not to like yuck your yum, do what you think feels right, like it makes you feel good. But uh, did that sound shady? <laughs> no, I just like yuck your yum. Like, like we have our own language that's like a bunch of bullshit too. So you can make fun of us too. <laughs> Completely. I don't even know who turned me on to that phrase, but I say it so much now. Um, but uh, I-, I thought that that advice about like making a list of traits in other people's partners or aspects of other people's relationships that you admire like to me that opened my eyes a little bit to the idea of manifestation because that word has all these like wellness trends attached to it now but ultimately like labeling what you want makes it easier to to observe what you want in the world like i don't think it's magical yeah i mean honestly starting a fucking podcast was one form of manifestation so i really am no one to talk And I do think like people wouldn't talk about kind of listing what you're looking for in a partner unless it was actually important and valuable. Um, Olivia, have you ever done this kind of stuff? I haven't ever made a list, but I was I was like thinking about it a little bit this week. Um, No, I haven't. I wonder if it could be a useful exercise. Like um, I almost feel like I do it like I do it a little bit anyways, like. I don't know, like if some, for, for me, something that is like, if I went out with somebody who didn't want kids or didn't seem to value like creating a family of some sort, like that would be a deal breaker for me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so I think like for me, it's sort of some things like um, that, like having a list might help me to like quickly be like, okay, is this worth pursuing or is this not? Or like to help mm-hmm. me say, hey, these are like really good qualities that I seek out. Like I do really seek out somebody who is like playful and I really seek out somebody who is, you know, like ambitious. And I seek out somebody who has strong relationships with his friends. Like even I think like naming those things, I think could help me identify them in people or a lack thereof in people. In That's a way true. That I like. Even just hearing you start to name them, I now want to make a list. Like I feel I know, like- I too. What else would you guys put on them even quickly? Yeah, no, I, I think, think partners, because I- but before. I think for me, it was always like sense of humor was really important. I don't think I ended up with like, it didn't have to be what I thought of as like the funniest person in the room, which honestly, did I even ever date the funniest person in the room? No. So I just was infatuated. Uh, But just having a sense of humor is like important for me. Clearly, I can't even take, you know, a list seriously. So I, I, that's very silly and very trite and it's in every rom-com but like being able to laugh at the same things for sure agreed that's like probably top three on any list yeah of like mine like I totally agree with that yeah Mm. something that was high on my list as a reaction potentially to a previous relationship was independence like I really I was in a relationship where I couldn't I felt I was made to feel kind of bad if I had plans of my own or um plan like did things without him or like not in a weird toxic creepy way but just like a a relationship was the primary thing in his life and I was like I want someone who we can have a life together and then we can have separate lives apart and it's feels without judgment or guilt and that was like and that was a direct, you know, we're all like I say this all the time we're all just like sums of our baggage that was a direct reaction to that feeling of like having to do that yeah that was really big to me and just that's how I like to operate in the world yeah no I I agree with that one and I've I've have the same on my list 
I mean, like this one is a little bit more um, narrowly defined, but like it is a non-starter for me to date somebody who doesn't identify as like a liberal person, politically speaking. Mm-hmm. Like that to me really, really matters. I know it doesn't for everyone, mm-hmm. but like it's important to me that that it is important to me to date somebody who is like not only um, politically engaged, but like frankly, like has the same political values as me. Like that's important. Um, I, that I've got, I got in trouble for saying it before because I was talking about Trump voters and not wanting to date them. But like, it's Sorry, like a I'm values not, thing for me at this point. Yeah, it's and a values thing. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I don't have any patience for it. Like that's yeah. not who I'm trying to date, and yeah. I don't. Apologize. Yeah. For it. I mean, I don't need to date someone whose views are exactly the same as mine. Yeah. Um, like I'm happy to date a moderate, you know, someone who lands a little bit more on like fiscally conservative side. But I think certain things about like, you know, human rights and like social liberal, like stuff like that is, you know, pretty uncompromisable for me. Particularly as women, like the like if, if I hope that I'm I think in other ways I've tried not to like seek out men who like view women as in any kind of lens similar to the way like our current president does I you know and it's hard for me when people who voted for him are like but I didn't oh god here come the negative reviews but like it's really hard for me when people are just like we are not a political podcast but it's just it was hard it's always been hard like to be like well I don't have the same views as him on women I just voted for him for xyz reasons and it's it's just hard it's hard because like we're women and yeah what and that means you're making a choice that that's more important to you than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Half of the world. Like, yeah. 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 50% of the world. Kind yeah. It's, um... To switch off topics because I'm clearly uncomfortable because I hate hate mail. Um... <laughs> right. I feel like I just unleashed that on you. I like don't no. have to do it. But... No, it's it important. It's important like more now, now more than ever. I feel. Um, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's no secret how I feel about that puffy man. But. I think, like, for me, a big thing that maybe would have – maybe I should have written down a list. Look at me changing my tune. It's fun to think about even it this is. deep into – I like, like this list. Me yeah. too. All right. I was right. I just – I had seen so many, like, around the world that are so specific and it's, like, 28 qualities, like – or so – 100 qualities. It's, like st- – like, I, w- I feel like I was trying to get out of the checklist shit and that's why doing this dating helped me a little bit. Like, mm. stop needing – every box to be checked but there are like more important boxes that I wasn't ever checking so this is my like weird one that's hard that's very abstract but honestly uh it's really important to me to find someone who not was chasing me but I didn't have to chase so like I said it before like someone would text me back but more than that like someone like I I don't think all relationships should be this way but for me and where I was in my life and the like way I would get kind of addicted to things that were a little bit harder to define and escaping me. It was really important when I was doing this dating. It made me feel very good that day 13, like, was there was no question about him pursuing me. It wasn't aggressive. He was just like, I'm interested. I'm like, that was important. I didn't have to chase him. Clearly, because I was dating on a podcast out loud. Like, (laughs) I really needed someone to jump through all the hoops and wait through, you know, 15 more dates. No. Yeah. yeah. And I think that even like carries through beyond just like dating stages. I think it's like you need somebody who makes you feel secure in their affections for you. Like mm-hmm. you should never have to question if they are into you or not. Like whether it's a first date or second date or like second year, whatever it is. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the one. Yeah. And piggybacking off that, something that like 
was so important to me because I think anyone I ever dated didn't have this quality like until, you know, my current <laughs> partner. But like it, the ability to have a like an emotion, a conversation about your emotions. Yeah. Like, I feel like for the moments when things don't feel right, the ability to be like, let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. Like that was something I always knew I wanted and I didn't think existed. I was literally like, I don't think there's any men who know how to do that. Like I just didn't think it existed. That's how low like my expectation was for that to ever happen. Yeah. And yeah, because I think that like in the, yeah, in those moments when things aren't right that are inevitably going to happen, like I had only experienced the like withholding the thing that's like, oh, I don't know if you like me anymore. Yeah. And yeah. not someone being like, let's, all right, all right, let's, we're going to talk about this, figure it out. Yes. That's Very a really good. good one. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I like it. I like it. Manifest. Manifest. I think that also, Kimmy, you touched on this briefly, but maybe we can talk a little bit about like good lists versus bad lists, like, or the good checkboxes versus the bad checkboxes. Cause I think what we're doing is labeling, um, like very specific specific personality traits and i i think that like you know kimmy when you were when you were starting this process you were like the boxes you were some of the boxes you were looking for were kind of like um more like on paper things i don't that doesn't make you know what i mean like yeah i think, I think that we I all think have like that personality impulse. and morals versus like accomplishments almost mm. yes might be a yeah about it. i had a friend tell me kind of like her list it and she's like want she's very ambitious and smart and so she wanted that but I literally called her out I was like did how about like kind I don't see kind on that list and we were just being very open about like her relationship yeah. history and stuff and she's like I think I said nice and I was like okay okay and like I I literally relate that's why I'm like teasing right now but like it's hard to separate those boxes. That's basically because like I relate a lot to her. I struggled because I'm really attracted to like people who have ambition and drive and ultimately success. Yeah, me too. And it's like when I say out loud, like, oh, I want somebody who's ambitious. It's like, do I really mean I want somebody who's like fiscally ambitious? Like, I don't know. It's not a very attractive side of myself, but like I feel like sometimes that can be a proxy for ambition. I don't know. Well, I did the flip side, which is like I wanted I always kind of envisioned myself with some like weird like writer or artist who smoked cigarettes and was kind of grouchy all the time. (laughs) And so that's, you know, it's like those those boxes, those like accomplishment side of things can be anything like that, Mm -hmm. where it's like like that's not I imagined he'd live in a fucking weird ass loft with 20 people and one bathroom like that, you know, like that was for a while what I thought was going to be for me and like that wouldn't have made me happy like I needed someone to try to like help like I said before with a little bit of the chaos in my life (laughs) and you know it's like so I think sometimes that that thing that the story you've told yourself is actually you know can be counter counterproductive in some cases like not in every every case some people are very wise about themselves and what they need but not this girl. <laughs> I like that. Maybe everyone on the secret Facebook group should also write things that they think are interesting to look for. Crowdsource. Yeah. Crowdsource. Totally. A manifested man. Because there's yeah. like, there's also the little stuff like manners mean a lot to me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Totally. Be nice to my parents and my siblings. Like it, like I want them to feel like they are always trying to impress people in my life. Like 
that to me is like a sign of respect. Like I want them to feel like they need to get along with them really well and treat yeah. them nicely. Yes. And never really stop making yes. <laughs> making effort. It's like a oh, yeah, feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And also I think uh, whatever, this is a little thing, but it matters a lot to me. It's just like, um, I mean, this is the same thing, but like being polite to people who it's such a cliche, but being polite to Uber drivers, to waiters, to like stuff like that, I swear to God, is like the biggest show of someone's character. Yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. And even if like if we have anyone listening who's like, I've heard that a fucking million times, sense of humor, my butt. Like, but like on a first day, you can feel if you have similar senses of humor pretty quickly I think and you can feel if the person is being nice to other people pretty quickly so this can kind of like be really good things to pay attention to even if they feel super cliche or you know I don't know yeah yeah I agree I would add like positivity and optimism like I find it very tiring like I tend to be very positive and very optimistic and like a bit higher energy and I find it very draining to be around people who are not that way so, like, mm-hmm. for me, that's important to have somebody who is, like, a bit of a more positive. Oh, my uh, God. You poor thing hanging out with Liza and I. Especially <laughs> me. <laughs> no, because I, I, I hate crystals. I'm cynical about some things, but, like, I am high energy about stuff. So No, I think that's important. I think that's yeah. a really good, like, universal thing people kind of know about themselves and what they – like, that's a very good one. That yeah. you can also, I think, start to read pretty quickly on someone. I think I think I know within five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because as a positive person, I think that sometimes people like to feed off that, sap it a little bit. Like someone's yeah. got to be able to give it back. It's, you know. Totally. And not be an energy vampire. Remember when I discovered that term and freaked out because I loved it so much? I know. Oh, energy vampire. That's kind of what it is. You, I can't be dating energy vampires. No, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. No. no, no, no. Even as an energy vampire myself, two energy vampires <laughs> sucking the life out of each other, being dark about the world, it never worked out. Like I didn't end up with an energy vampire. So <laughs> I was having a very sad, low energy day. And I was very grateful that I wasn't with an energy vampire because I felt very supported through FaceTime. But like, just like, it's really nice to be with someone who's going to try to make you feel better instead of just like being sarcastic too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think totally. that's true. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Um, guys, this whole time I've been thinking like, uh, you know, man a fest. Like, oh. man. Guys, someone needs to – I need one of you to reach through the computer screen and slap me in the face. Damn, how did it take this <laughs> long to come up with that? <laughs> it's because it's horrible. It's so It's so disgusting. Olivia, you may need to get in an Uber. Come over here. <laughs> Slap me. I'll pay for the Uber. And then okay. go. No problem. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Manifesting. Anyway, mm. um, do Does we that- have any final thoughts before we wrap it up? No. That if we call this manifesting with a capital M and we have officially become the podcast we dread. It's bad. But it's really I, bad. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Please do it. Oh my god. I will I will uh I'm gonna try to think of some kind of witty um pun that can be ironic about capital manifesting and if you look at the episode title you'll know if I succeeded or not. I probably didn't. <laughs> it's probably gonna be something dumb. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, friends, thank you guys so much for listening. Olivia, thank you for being with us as usual. 
Send in your worst first dates. Send in your holiday ideas. Send in anything. You know, I think we've deviated from just reading worst first because we're also trying to, you know, make dating a little bit greater than, you know, it is. So (laughs) just send us everything. Email us whenever something you don't want it to be kind of public on the secret Facebook group. But do know that if you do post in the secret Facebook group and you are cool with us reading it, we can also source from there. We love you all. Thank you so much for continuing to rate, review, and subscribe. I know I sound like a begging Oliver, please, uh, but, <laughs> whoa, you guys all heard my bad accent. I don't have one, <laughs> but can we have some more? Um, okay, <laughs> on that note, keep reviewing. Thank you. I hate myself. Okay. No, 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 no. You're perfect. Everyone, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. And as always, go on a date. Go, go on a date. date.